Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. It's the most wonderful time of the year. And with help from Albertsons, it doesn't have to be the most stressful. Stop in for great deals on holiday favorites so you can stretch your budget and celebrate more. Pick up fresh, boneless, skinless chicken breasts or thighs, just $1.59 a pound when you buy a value pack of three pounds or more. And get General Mills cereal 10.7 to 13 ounces, selected varieties, $1.57 when you buy two. Tastier meals, sweeter deals, happier holidays. Albertsons, it's just better. Hey, sports fans, Coach Nick here, and welcome to B-Ball Breakdown and the starting five with my man, Ben Heisler. Ben, it's great to see you. It's been way too long. It's what we do, Coach. We have these conversations. We dive right in, and then, of course, the playoffs. Uh, for me out here in Kansas City, baseball starts to take over, but it's good to be with you again. And let's dive right in. The news came out today about Kevin Love, likely done for the postseason, and the situation gets a little bit worse for Cleveland with J.R. Smith missing likely the first. Actually, he will be missing the first two games of their upcoming series in round two. When you look at the Cavs, obviously they were the hands-on favorite to walk out of the East. But do you have any real concern, especially now that Love is gone and now that J.R. Smith is going to be gone for two games? Absolutely. Remember, when you take out two starters, no matter how good your bench is or what you can do, there's going to be an adjustment period. And the Bulls, uh, if they make it, uh, can certainly give uh, them enough problems where they could sneak a couple of those games out. And if you fall down to Love after losing games at home, no pun intended, then uh, you're going to have some serious troubles winning that series. So they're, they're in some dire straits right now. I think the problem, though, is that the teams that they're going to be facing, and again, it's likely going to be Chicago. Obviously, Milwaukee's had something else to say over the past couple of days. They still have LeBron. They still have Kyrie. Mozgov, I think, has been solid so far inside controlling the post. Um, I think the only real advantage that Chicago would have is that now that Love is gone, I think as long as they can use Miritich well and be able to use him as a stretch four to be able to go inside and outside, that creates a nice little mismatch. But I just see too much talent on Cleveland and unfortunately not enough from Chicago for them to really put up a huge fight. You know, their pickups were huge uh, already this, this year just because it helped them get their team solidified. But now, because they have Shumpert who can come in and play, and they're going to have to put LeBron the power forward a little bit, even though it seems like he doesn't want to do that. And you're right, putting him there, makes them probably more lethal than having Kevin Love in the lineup to some degree. And so I think that Tristan Thompson, if he gets more minutes, is going to give a lot of problems toward to the Bulls, just like we're seeing Henson and some of the long big guys in the Bucks giving them problems as well. So if, so if you're David Blatt, you're using much more Tristan Thompson to create a lot more mismatches. I mean, I have to imagine he's going to get a lot of those minutes, but they're talking about like James Jones going in there or, or even throw Shumpert out there, let him play the, the four maybe on defense, but then let, have, let LeBron be that guy on offense at the point forward. And uh, you're right, it's still, they pose a lot more problems probably to the Bulls than the Bulls posed to them. I will say, though, if the Bulls end up making it through, and hopefully they do, because I think it's just a much more intriguing matchup than them versus the Bucks. Uh, Shumpert may be a guy that can take out Jimmy Butler a little bit, although he's been so good in the postseason. And let's continue, Coach, into uh, topic number two, which is the rest of the East. Right now you have the Bulls. They were up 3-0 in the series. They're struggling right now to put Milwaukee away. 
Uh, Brooklyn, for some reason, has just gone and taken a shovel, and they've dug out the old Darren Williams over the past few games, and they've tied up the series with Atlanta. And the Raptors just absolutely demolished by Washington. I guess with those three stories, which of them do you think has surprised you the most? You know, it's a great question. I'm not surprised by the Raptors, honestly. Uh, I had been looking at them during the regular season a little bit and was never quite sure how they had a top-ranked offense or such a high-ranked offense because it just didn't seem like it flowed real well. They had a lot of tough shots, and I think that bore out in the the, uh, playoffs for you there. So that wasn't a surprise. Certainly, Darren Williams last night shocked everybody, and I had just uh, gotten done ripping him to shreds for his Game 3 performance or his first Game 1, 2, and 3 performance. So... I wonder if I should rip somebody else to see if the next game they're going to go off like that because that was a once-in-a-playoff-lifetime perfor- performance from him. So i got to say that that's probably the most ex- uh, surprising of all of them. I, I still expected the Wizards to win the series, but I looked at that particular matchup in the East and I said to myself, okay, this is the one that's for sure going to go at least six, maybe seven, because I thought the Raptors would at least put up a fight, especially at home. Uh, to Washington, they were completely mismatched. Wall had a great series. Paul Pierce started to come back to life, and, and Lowry was hurt a little bit. I understand that, but really disappointing series for Toronto back-to-back years of just really not showing up in the postseason. Uh, as far as Darren Williams is concerned, this is the guy that they – paid the max money for and it's a shame that it took until game four of the first round of the nba playoffs for him to be able to step up i mean we we were talking about the nets earlier uh on earlier episodes of the starting five nick and we were trying to figure out whether brooke lopez was going to remain there what's been happening with darren williams is lionel holland's going to only last a year and they're really playing atlanta hard and i'm starting to wonder whether or not it's starting to look more like a mirage for the Atlanta Hawks after these first few games. Well, I don't think we have to get too excited in Brooklyn because think about it this way. They just had a transcendent performance by their starting point guard and they took him to overtime where they could barely win sure. against the Hawks. Remember, the Hawks are still a better team. They're the higher seed. They have the home court advantage. So, you know, that that's, doesn't indicate too much, you know, to me. That said, the Hawks uh, better get some better flow and some easier shots out of their offense more consistently or else uh, they're going to have a hard time advancing. All right, let's sneak out West as we continue on here on the starting five. He's Coach Nick. I'm Ben Heisler. With the West, you had the Warriors sweeping the Pelicans, but it certainly wasn't easy. In fact, I think you can make a very, very convincing argument that the Pelicans just choked away game three. Uh, the likely matchup, it's going to be Golden State and Memphis. They're up 3-1 to one in the series, although Portland pulled off a victory uh, just the other night. And then Houston will get the winner of, oh, I guess Houston's still playing against Dallas as well as we tape this episode. Uh, Houston will get the winner of both the Clippers and the Spurs. When we're looking at those second-round matchups between Golden State and most likely Memphis, and then Houston most likely taking on either the Clippers uh, or the Spurs, which one intrigues you the most? Well, I got to go a little bit farther than that because I want to see Spurs and Warriors. And the only way to get that is if the Spurs advance and play the Rockets. So, you know, there's my answer there. You know, it's an interesting thing because I think the Spurs have played better for longer stretches. Um, And even that game they lost the last couple nights ago was strange because they were playing very well, yet they couldn't get separation, which probably means the Clippers are better than I'm giving them credit for. Uh, That said, it's just more pleasing to watch the Spurs play. And uh, I think that Rockets team, though, is going to give anybody problems. And at this point in the second round, anybody can win and anybody can get to the finals from there. Yeah, I I think particularly if you're looking for the Warriors and the Spurs for uh, the opportunity to – have control out in the West. That's certainly a very, very enticing matchup. 
I, I'm curious to see what the Grizzlies would likely do against Golden State because I do think they'll slow them down. They're a very physical, very good defensive team. I, I think you might see one of those games maybe early on. They sneak a win from Golden State and take one uh, out in the Bay Area before Golden State starts to piece uh, put some of the pieces of the puzzle back together. I certainly think they'll try and slow them down a little bit. Well, I, yeah, I do. I'm I do s- like really quick Courtney Lee and. Um, Tony Allen uh, to guard the Splash Brothers. But, of course, the hole in the lineup here, which I don't think is going to get filled for the rest of the playoffs, we haven't heard yet, is Mike Conley. Right. And it's a terrible, terrible thing that happened to him. It didn't even look like it was that serious when it happened live. And yet uh, there he is with a broken, uh, fractured bone in his face. So, you know, the Grizzlies really have zero hope if they can't get him back. And I just I can't believe after that procedure he had that he'd be back soon. Yeah, and hopefully maybe this guy's a complete warrior and he tries to grit it out at some point, but it certainly doesn't seem likely. Houston and L.A. would be really fun. Can we admit that? I mean, you're certainly going to get the better basketball from uh, Houston and San Antonio, but just track meets every night. The amount of offensive ability uh, between those two teams would be a lot of fun. But, yeah, I think you're right. You get a chance to see Golden State and San Antonio to show down in the West. Be great. Although the only problem then is you have Hackett Dwight versus Hackett DeAndre, and uh, some of those games, I swear, could devolve into uh, you know some some real trouble, which would, maybe would be good because it would finally get the league to change whatever rule they can change. Yeah, sometimes you have to experience the worst, experience the best later on. We continue on to the starting five. I, w- I want to go back to the, the East for just a second, Coach, because we were talking about some of the intrigue in the West uh, for the second round, but I'm looking at the Wizards as they're just sitting comfortable. You got Paul Pierce putting his feet up, John Wall, Bradley Beal, Marcin Gortat, everyone's resting up. And I still think Atlanta's going to win between them and Brooklyn. I I don't think that's going to be much of an issue anymore. But let's take a look ahead maybe to that second-round matchup if it is Atlanta and Washington. Uh, Could the Wizards perhaps be a prime candidate for, for a major upset here? Oh, I think so. I don't think that Jeff Teague is going to be able to handle John Wall very well the way John Wall has been playing. And they have a very they have a team, I guess you could argue, is the classic built-for-the-playoffs team, right? you got yep. big guys that can handle the ball and pass and rebound and play tough defense. they got snipers and, and from the perimeter, uh, and they've got experience with guys like Paul Pierce. They have a nice mixture, and, of course, Randy Whitman's been getting uh, you know pulled every which way on uh, with, with criticism of the way he's been, he's been coaching. But yep. you can't argue with the results in the first round there, and it's it could very well be what they get a little bit more uh, um, confidence like they had built on from last year. And yes, they, they could certainly give uh, the Hawks all they can handle and more. They're a remarkably streaky team. Are they not? Think about how well they started off the season and then how bad they were for a consistent stretch during sort of that midpoint of the first half through the second half, finally started to turn it together towards the end of the season. Then they've looked probably like the, the best playoff team maybe with the exception of the Warriors that we've seen so far, they've just really taken care of business and played exceptionally well. And so if they continue to play this way against Atlanta, who has shown some vulnerability, I certainly think the Wizards are in a prime position to move on. Yeah, and their X factor is Bradley Beal, who was injured a little bit toward that middle of the second half of the year. And yep. that that's what also kind of, they lose missing a little extra firepower they have now. And he seems like he's, you know, at full strength. So that's good. It, it is a great matchup. There is There are some good individual matchups as well. Well, that that will that will be intriguing. Um, that could go seven games easy. 
who has to step up for Atlanta if it is Atlanta and Washington for them to take control of that series? I mean, I think Horford's going to have to have a much better series and really be a factor. He got into foul trouble the other night and wasn't much of a factor out there. Millsap isn't really that guy. I love him. He's great. But he, he doesn't, he's not that guy that's going to take over the game, nor should he have to be the way they play. But they're going to have to get some, some serious production out of uh, Horford to compete. Wizards currently sitting at 12-1 to to win the East. So if you feel like Cleveland is down... Maybe Washington makes a run. There's a nice little bet for you. Well, Final one for by the way, really quickly run. there is uh, Cleveland loses the first couple games because they're missing two starters. The Bulls take that series, and then they have to pay, face the Wizards again like they got beat from last year. Now that's intriguing as well. Yeah, well, depends on whether or not you think Chicago is going to be able to do any damage. they got to beat Milwaukee first, which is something that I didn't think I'd be saying a couple of weeks <laughs> or so ago. Final one for you, Coach, as we wrap up the starting five. It's, of course, playoff time, which means that at some point there's going to be a strange rumor out there. Uh, and this one coming out from Bleacher Report, Kevin Ding uh, says that the Lakers are very interested in Rajon Rondo, but they only see ra- value in him, quote, at a certain low price. You see that marriage potentially working? You got Kobe, Byron Scott... And Rajon Rondo, and maybe if Kevin Love is in the mix, maybe they start to put some of these pieces back together. Um, you know, I don't know. I, I'm kind of down on Rondo now. It, in the past, I had been easy to be. Uh, yeah, I've been proclaiming him sort of the best point guard in the league, and so um, you know, it, 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 it's unknown, but probably more unlikely than likely that it would really work. I think also because there's an unknown about Kobe coming back and being as effective as he could be. So um, I don't. I, I, I listen. I will say this. I think it's very unlikely that next year. For the first game, we're going to have those three players together on the same team. Who do you think is more likely to end up in L.A. between Kevin Love and Rajon Rondo? I think probably Rondo is more more likely. Okay, yeah. I, I, I think it would be interesting. Maybe you can try and sign him on a one-year deal, give him an opportunity to prove his worth again. Feels like if they think Kobe's going to be healthy come that season, they get a chance to play together, have more of a development with Julius Randle. And, you know, I mean, the kids from Mizzou uh, with Clarkson and uh, Jabari Brown, have looked pretty good, a lot better than what I anticipated. Watching oh, and, them especially and that's also frustrating because uh, Clarkson deserves to be the starting point guard. Let him learn on the job. Let him get experience. If you bring in a guy like Rondo or, or Dragic, he's just going to get relegated to the same thing 20 minutes a night. Uh, I like Jordan Clarkson. I think he's going to be a good player. Yeah, Clarkson has really exceeded my expectations in his first year in L.A. But then again, when you get a lot of playing time, you get to learn on the job. It certainly helps out. And there you go, Coach. Another edition of a playoff version starting and- five. Absolutely awesome stuff. Can't wait for the next one. And don't forget, sports fans, at B-Ball Breakdown, we're not a channel. We're a conversation. You in? You in, Ben? I'm always in, Coach. You know that. When you don't go to Geico.com, car insurance can be confusing. Like Swedish techno confusing. Bark, bark, meow, meow. Dance with me, purple cow. Bark, bark, meow, meow. Ooh, you lovely cow. Geico makes it easy. With 24-7 access, all you have to do is go to geico.com and you can save money on car insurance. It just makes sense. Unlike, you know. Dance with me, purple cow. I like your moves. It's the most wonderful time of the year. And with help from Albertsons, it doesn't have to be the most stressful. Stop in for great deals on holiday favorites so you can stretch your budget and celebrate more. Pick up fresh, boneless, skinless chicken breasts or thighs, just $1.59 a pound when you buy a value pack of three pounds or more. And get General Mills cereal 10.7 to 13 ounces, selected varieties, $1.57 when you buy two. Tastier meals, sweeter deals, happier holidays. Albertsons, it's just better.